Hello everyone, welcome back to the Your Mind Matters podcast. I'm your host, Natalie, and I have been procrastinating this episode for a day and a half now. I said I was going to do it yesterday, and in my defense, I did get busy and ran out of time because I was editing a YouTube video that's going to be coming out tomorrow. I am sitting down to record this on November 9th. It's a Wednesday. The YouTube video announcing a big fun Black Friday thing comes out tomorrow on Thursday. So if you're listening to this on Thursday or beyond, go check out my YouTube video so you can see what I did instead of recording the podcast yesterday. And then today I said I was going to start at 10 o'clock and decided that I wanted to take Winnie on a walk because I was just feeling some anxious energy in my body and needed to get it moving feel those feelings and get them out before I could sit down because I didn't want to feel all over the place about today's topic. So I knew I needed to at least get a little bit of exercise and clear my mind as best as I could before I sat down to chat with you all because today's topic is a little bit heavier and I want to give a little bit of a trigger warning, if you will, before we start that I'm going to be talking about a lot of body focused thoughts and ideas. So if that's going to be something that's triggering to you, I'd just like you to consider maybe skipping this. I don't want to be the cause of anyone feeling these things that I'm feeling. I just kind of want to talk about, you know, what's been on my mind most of this week and the past few months in general, but it's just been weighing really heavy on my mind. And I think that the best thing for me to do is talk about it, not only because talking is the most therapeutic thing for me, but also because I want to be able to validate other people who are feeling this way and also talk about some of the things I'm doing to work through these more body-focused thoughts. So let's start by backtracking to about a year ago when all of these thoughts first started happening and I first started experiencing body dysmorphia for the first time in my life. I have quite a few podcast episodes talking about why I went off birth control, what I'm doing now, some of the symptoms that I'm having, but last October, November was the first time I really sat down and started to be honest with myself about how I was feeling, what I thought was contributing to those things after changing so many different factors in my life, and the weight gain and body dysmorphia that I was experiencing at that point in time was kind of the tipping point for me to be real with myself and kind of come to the conclusion that I am a fairly healthy person. I'm a fairly health conscious person. You know, I eat Chick-fil-A every now and again. I'll have a cookie. I'll have some cake or chocolates or sweets or things that are quote unquote not so healthy. But for the most part, I exercise regularly. I'm very mindful about how I'm feeling day to day in my brain, in my body. I'm not somebody who can sit around on the couch for very long. Like I'm just a generally active person and have been health conscious my whole life. That's how I was raised. That's how my parents are. That's just been kind of the norm for me my whole life. And so in October, November, when I first started to realize that I was gaining weight without changing any of my lifestyle factors, so I was still working out four or five days a week, eating really well, I wasn't tracking my macros and I hadn't been for about two years, But my habits were generally pretty healthy and I was being mindful. I hadn't gone the complete opposite direction that I had the past few years. It's not like I completely stopped working out, was eating like trash. I was generally following the same habits and patterns that I had in years past and trying to be more mindful about some of the disordered eating that I had experienced when I was in college tracking my macros and being really conscious of what my body looked like. But... 
I was gaining weight, not super rapidly, but I was noticing it because I'm really health conscious. I'm also pretty body conscious. I'm aware of what my body looks like, what it feels like, how my clothes fit, all of those things. And I don't expect everyone to totally relate to this, but I'm just speaking on my experience. My job is to post myself online, post my experiences surrounding health and fitness and the way that I look. And also tied into that is talking about the outfits that I wear. I am a Gymshark athlete and have been for three years now, three, four years now. And so part of my job and part of the way that I make money is by posting myself and my body in clothes online. And so when my body started to feel more uncomfortable in my clothes, I caught on to that pretty quickly. And it just kind of spiraled from there. Again, I don't think I gained an insane amount of weight for my frame. So to give more of a timeline, from May 2021 to let's say February was when I got my birth control out, I gained 30 pounds, which I am fortunate enough to be 5'10", so 30 pounds doesn't look like as much weight gained. My frame is bigger, and so I have more space to spread that weight out, but I, like I said, felt physically uncomfortable in my skin, in my clothes, and I talk a lot about how your clothes should fit you. You shouldn't squeeze your body to fit into clothes. And I still believe that. I really do. But it's not super realistic for me to throw out my entire wardrobe and start from scratch. And there are certain things that I really like. And I like the way that they make me feel. And putting them on my body and not feeling confident like I used to in them was a big blow to my confidence. Which led to the body dysmorphia. And I'm not super educated on all aspects of body dysmorphia. I'm just going to talk about what I've been feeling today and how it feels for me, how it looks for me, what happens, what it triggers in me mentally, and how I'm starting to work through some of those things and reframe my thoughts. But it really comes down to I was seeing myself as much bigger than I was in the mirror. I was really focused on the fact that I had gained 30 pounds, which wasn't something I was really even aware of. I talked about this, I think, in my first birth control episode or maybe my second. I stopped weighing myself middle of my senior year of college and really haven't weighed myself on my own at home since then because prior to that I was weighing myself every single day and beating myself up about it if I gained or lost a pound which I should note is very normal your weight should fluctuate that is not like you shouldn't wake up and be the same exact weight every single day for the rest of your life and I want to validate that because that was something that was a huge mental stressor for me growing up and through college I was constantly comparing myself to the day before and if the scale was higher than the day before, my self-confidence was lower. And if the scale was lower than the day before, I was on top of the world and I felt so good about myself. And it's just not really a healthy habit to get into to base your self-worth on a number, on a scale, because your body is not the most interesting thing about you. It's not the most important thing about you. And I know that deep down inside, but a lot of these body dysmorphia thoughts I'm having are coming from my subconscious and the way that I was raised and the way that I grew up seeing myself and the way that I grew up placing so much value on my body and the way that I looked and the way that other people saw me and complimented me or commented on my body. Even prior to social media, this was a huge theme in my life growing up, which I'll get to, but apologies for that tangent. Let me get back to what I was saying. When I got my birth control taken out, they put me on the scale at the doctor's office like they normally do and I just looked the other way and it was kind of my fault for not verbalizing like I don't want to see how much I weigh but I thought I was being pretty obvious about it like not looking at the scale like literally looking up at the ceiling so that I wouldn't see and when I left the doctor's office they gave me 
like a folder, a manila folder with all of my paperwork in it. And on said paperwork, it had my current weight. And I literally just felt the air deflating out of my body as I left the doctor's office seeing that. It was so upsetting to me and I dwelled on it for probably two or three months afterwards. It was something that was constantly in the back of my mind, in the front of my mind, just on my mind in general and was something that I was basing a lot of my self-worth on even though I was consciously trying not to. Subconsciously it was always floating around just that little reminder in the back of your head that hey you've gained weight and to me I equate that to I am less valuable than I once was and I think a lot of that does have to do with the fact that I post myself and my body and my image and my fitness and all those things online. I grew up in a house where my parents put a lot of stress on our health and well-being and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't want this to sound like I am shaming my parents for the way that they raised me. I grew up in a very healthy, happy house. I don't really have any complaints about my childhood. I don't have any major childhood trauma. Both my parents are so loving and kind and understanding. And I don't want to sit here and point the finger and say my parents did XYZ wrong and that's why I'm effed up in the head. That's not what I'm getting at. I just want to talk about the way that I was raised to see myself and other people around me through this quote-unquote health conscious lens I'm starting to realize has really taken a toll on me in my adult life and I also think has kind of contributed to like the career path I'm on which I also want to talk about but let's back it up to growing up in a really health conscious house. My parents were never buying junk food. We never had sugary food in the house. It was always very healthy like whole grain pasta, whole grain bread. I was a very picky eater growing up but I still had very minimal unhealthy options in the house when it came to snacks, soda, sugary treats, processed food, stuff like that. Like we always had lots of veggies in the house, whole grains. We did grow up drinking like dairy and stuff and I don't want to get into all of the nitty gritty but I think it's important to highlight the fact that I did not grow up with access to most of the fun snack foods that my friends did in my house and so when I was growing up I would go to my friend's house and I would binge on the Cheetos, the Fritos, the Kraft Mac and Cheese, the Sugary Pops, all of the candy that I could get my hands on and I would come home feeling sick, wouldn't eat dinner, my mom would scold me for ruining my appetite and not having dinner and not filling my body up with nutritious things. It wasn't like she was really coming down on me hard but I just reflect on my childhood remembering that I was frequently told that I ruined my appetite and that's why I wasn't hungry for dinner. It wasn't because I didn't like what was for dinner. It was because I ruined my appetite at my friends' houses. And then on the weekends, on Sundays after church, we would go to my grandparents and in normal grandparent fashion, my grandparents had every single snack food you could imagine in their pantry. They had diet soda, they had regular soda, they had all of the ice cream that your little heart could desire, all of the candy bars, and I was that was the one time a week that my parents didn't really scold me for eating a lot because I think that they realized that that's how my grandparents wanted to display some of their love and affection by filling our bellies up and seeing our smiling faces because we got to eat fun food. Both of those things from a young age snowballed into me having a really strong scarcity mindset when it, when it came to food growing up. 
I don't mean that as in I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. Like my parents always did their best to feed us the most nutritional food that they possibly could get their hands on. But when it came to fun foods like junk food, I had a scarcity mindset. And so when I came across it, I just wanted to absolutely binge and consume as much as possible because I knew I wouldn't be getting it at home. And that kind of spiraled into guilt and shame about certain foods being good and certain foods being bad in terms of their nutritious value, which was also reiterated by my parents who weren't always super approving of the habits that at the time I didn't realize I was binging, but reflecting on it, the binge habits that I had. And if and when we ever had sweets in our house, like Halloween time, I would take candy, I would eat it, and then I would stuff the wrappers in the couch. For some reason, I thought that my parents weren't going to find it, even though they always did. Or like I would hide them in the trash so my parents didn't see how much I ate because I didn't want them to comment on what I was eating and what I was putting into my body. And I think the older I got and the more vocabulary I had to explain to my parents, like, I don't appreciate you shaming me about what I eat the more understanding they became. But when I was younger, that was a hard thing to express to your parents when you're five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years old. Like I didn't know how to say that to my parents in a respectful way. And so it was just the cycle I found myself in of eating quote unquote bad foods and feeling shame and guilt and embarrassment and feeling like I had to hide that from my parents because I didn't want to disappoint them. And another thing that was a big theme in my house was being really aware of what our bodies looked like. I also was a very active child. I played sports from the time I was probably three or four years old all through high school and most sports that required me to be aware of what my body looked like. For example, I was on the swim team from age seven all the way through high school, constantly in skin tight swimwear, comparing myself to myself years prior, as well as the people around me, hearing children make comments about other children's bodies. And unfortunately, hearing my parents make comments, not necessarily about kids' bodies, but if we were out in public and saw someone who was overweight, I have very vivid memories of my parents making not so nice comments obviously not to the people's faces but to themselves or to us in the backseat of the car and just really judging people in larger bodies was something I experienced a lot as a child it wasn't necessarily that I was doing it but I was seeing a lot of the adults around me do it which I think at the time was a lot more normal than it is now like if I were to hear an adult say that about another adult now I would speak up but I think in the early 2000s, that was a lot more acceptable and normal. Not that it was right, but I just want to say, like, I don't think my parents were doing anything horribly wrong. I don't think that they were trying to be evil people and that's their own trauma. That's their own stuff to work through. And we also grew up watching shows like The Biggest Loser and my parents would make comments. And even if they didn't make comments, those shows were designed to encourage the American public to judge people in larger bodies. All of those things added up have really, really made an impact on how I see myself and how I see other people. And this episode is not about me judging other people for what they do or don't do with their bodies. This is about how I've been feeling in my own body recently and what I'm doing to kind of work through these feelings and move forward with a healthier mindset but I think it's important 
to start by acknowledging all of these beliefs that you have, whether you saw them growing up, you were told them growing up, it was just a general theme in your life growing up as it was for me. It's important to acknowledge these things because I think if you don't get to the root cause of them, it's going to be really hard to work through the thoughts that you're having. So now that we've covered, you know, all of the ways that I've learned these thoughts in my childhood, let's fast forward to today and talk about, you know, how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling, and what I find triggers it. So a big trigger for me has been clothes that don't fit me the same as they used to, and also comparing myself to the body that I used to have when I was in college. When I was tracking my macros, I was working out six to seven days a week. I don't want to go as far as saying I had an eating disorder because it wasn't something that I thought was really affecting me mentally at the time, but reflecting on it, I had a lot of disordered eating patterns, and I don't really think I knew what orthorexia was when I was in high school and college, but I do now, and I'm not going to sit here and diagnose myself, but I do think I had patterns that are adjacent or parallel to orthorexia where you look at certain foods as good or bad you restrict the bad foods and focus on the good foods and you are very body conscious i kind of fell into all of those categories and i don't want to say that i only ate whole foods and never enjoyed a sweet treat or anything like that but tracking my macros really put me in a restrictive mindset made me look at food as numbers rather than something that should be enjoyed as I'm trying to see it now. I put so much worth in my body for a lot of reasons. For starters, all of the things that I just said, I grew up in a household where physical activity and the way you looked was a huge indication of your self-worth. And both my parents are very fit, very in shape, and always stressed the importance of being in a healthy body, whether it was saying like, hey, we want you to be healthy, eat these things, or it was judging other people or watching shows like The Biggest Loser that judged other people. It was kind of like a subconscious message that I was fed from a very young age that your body, the way you look, determines how healthy you are and determines your self-worth. And so in college, I took that and ran with it and really focused on being as fit and lean. I don't necessarily want to use the word skinny because that wasn't my focus, but being as aesthetically muscular and proportionate and all of those things as I possibly could. I was always trying to gain that extra two pounds of muscle, be a little bit more lean, see my abs a little bit more, see my quads a little bit more, see those striations in my muscles. Like That was always what I was striving for and it was always very physically focused about the aesthetics of my body and less about how I felt and if I had enough energy, if I was sleeping well, if I had nice thoughts in my brain, if my anxiety was high or low that day, if I was depressed that week, stuff like that. Like I didn't really focus on those physical or mental symptoms as much as I did the way that I looked and I got a lot of praise for it. I made money because of it. I was validated by people online, through my comments, through companies, through people wanting to pay me money for workout programs, from brands wanting to pay me to wear their clothes or promote their supplements or fill in the blank. I just had so much validation in my college years for the way that I physically appeared online or in person and it felt great. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was riding such a high back then that I never wanted to end and it felt so good to like 
be praised for the way that I looked and all of my hard work in the gym and my restrictive dieting and counting macros and all of those things at home. Like it felt so good that I was like, hey, people are recognizing that like I work really hard and I look really good because of it and they want to pay me money and say nice things to me. Like that's awesome. Who doesn't want that? And at the time it felt great. I had no idea at that point in my life how much damage that was adding to what I had already experienced and what it was going to do to me years down the line when I no longer looked that lean and I no longer had that same amount of time or dedication or even delusion to want to continue to work out and treat my body that way. Something that I really want and strive for is to have a healthy, balanced mindset and relationship with my food and my exercise and my mental health and I know that there's no way that I will ever reach that end goal. It's an ongoing journey for all three of those things but I try every single day to take steps in the right direction to meet myself in those places and you know be less focused on those things but for the last year or so the amount of time I spend thinking about these things has gotten so unhealthy and really taken a toll on all other aspects of my life from my career to my relationships to my friendships to my relationship with myself like it just really sucks and I don't want to sit here and play the world's tiniest violin and say poor me but I do want to be a little bit more open about what I'm experiencing and I'm not saying any of these things I'm to fish for compliments or try to get somebody to validate me in another way saying oh you look great or you really haven't gained that much weight or whatever it may be I'm not that's not why I'm talking about this. I really would prefer people stop commenting on my body because I think it's doing more harm than good even when somebody has good intentions behind it. I want to move away from placing my self-worth on the way that I look in my body and spend more time connecting with that girl who was told those things at a young age and just giving her the love and validation that she needs outside of the way that she looks and how much time she spent working out that day or how well she stayed on track with her diet. Like, I just want to go back in time and hug myself at 21, at 18, at 16, at 14, at 10, six years old, two years old. Like, I just want to give myself a hug and say, you are worth way more than, I'm literally going to cry, you are worth way more than how you appear to other people and what your body looks like. And I wish it were as easy as that. I wish it were as easy as snapping my fingers and moving away from that mindset because consciously, I know that my body is the least interesting thing about me. I know that gaining 30 pounds on my frame is not that big of a deal. I know gaining 30 pounds on a 5'2 frame is not that big of a deal. I know that being in a larger body or a smaller body or a mid-sized body or whatever. It's not that important. It's not the most interesting thing about you. It's not the reason I'm here on this planet. It is not something that I should be spending so much time thinking about. And yet it is. It is something that I have been working really hard to work through my subconscious thoughts about it and be less judgmental of myself and others. It is something that I am working on every single day. And I'm really proud of myself for doing it. And some days are harder than others. Yesterday 
was a really, really hard day for me because I spent so much time looking at myself. And let me explain that for a second because I know it sounds kind of dramatic. For this YouTube video that I filmed, I was trying on a bunch of outfits, you know, giving my thoughts on the products and talking about said Black Friday sale. And on Monday, I already wasn't feeling great about the way that I looked, but I needed to get the video done. Kind of just have to push past some of the days when I'm just feeling a lot of heavy thoughts about my body and the way that I look and feel in my outfits. Sometimes you just gotta push past and tell yourself it's not that deep. You look fine, everything's gonna be good, no need to stress about it, and you know, Monday I was able to do that, and then Tuesday I had to sit down and edit this video, so essentially I'm sitting down on my computer screen and I'm staring at videos of myself for hours on end. By the end of that three hour time period of me staring at myself, I was nearly in tears because I'm just going back and forth in my head, angel on one shoulder, devil on the other, one of which is saying like, you look horrible, you've gained so much weight, how could you post this online? Like, do you really want people to perceive you this way? And on the other shoulder, the angel is like, girl, it's fine, it's not that big of a deal. Nobody is paying as much attention to the way that you look as you do, which is so true, like I know that to be true. And that's why it makes it really hard to talk about this. Because like I said, I never wanna get online and sound like boohoo, poor me. I feel fat, somebody validate me and tell me that I'm not, that's really not what I'm going for. But I do wanna be more open and talk about this more because I think a lot of people experience it, but especially in somebody who's in a body my size, it's not socially acceptable to talk about these things because by society standards, I am not a big person. But in my head, I feel like a big person. And so I wanna be conscious of that. I don't wanna trigger anyone who may be in a bigger body than me to start comparing themselves to me like that is not the goal here and I it's like a big hesitation that I have to even put this podcast episode out or talk about it on my TikTok or my YouTube or my Instagram because I don't want to trigger other people's thoughts about their own bodies you know like that's not what I'm getting at but after staring at myself for three hours yesterday like I said I was nearly in tears and I didn't want to look at myself. I just wanted to put on the biggest clothes possible and take a nap and stop thinking about my body because I don't think it's normal for anybody to be thinking about their body this much. And this is the first time in my life I have found that, I don't want to say it's the first time in my life I've been thinking about my body this much because like I said earlier, all through college, it was a huge focus of mine and something that I was really striving to better myself on. But this is definitely the first time in my life I've had so many negative thoughts about my body and Sometimes I feel like my body is betraying me with all of this hormonal bullshit that I'm going through and I want to give myself the grace and time and space to work through all these things that I'm experiencing and I know in the end it's going to be a huge and valuable learning opportunity for me but I'm in the middle of it right now and, and I will be the first to tell you it's not that fun and I don't want to look at my body as something that's betraying me. I want to look at it as something to love and nurture and spend time getting to know and learning how to love myself, but those self-hatred thoughts creep in really quick and it's hard to push them out, shut the door, and lock it for good. They just keep creeping back in and I really want to get to a place where I'm just not thinking about my body as much as I am, but right now that's not my reality and I wish it were as easy as snapping my fingers and it becoming my reality, but these thoughts that I'm having are very dramatic, but they're still swirling around in my head. It's not like I can just shut them off. 
And it's also not as easy as just like looking in the mirror and saying a few affirmations of like, you're so beautiful and I love you, which are things that I do. I do look in the mirror every single morning before I get in my cold shower and like give myself a hug and say, you are beautiful. I love you and I'm proud of you and thank you. But that's not solving all my problems. It's definitely helping. It's one of the things that I'm doing to kind of unlearn and reteach myself how to view my body as something beautiful and a vessel that is allowing me to experience this life and less about like, you know, tying my self-worth to how I see my body and other people see my body. But it's challenging and it's not that simple. And so I want to validate anyone who's listening to this, feeling these things, even on a smaller scale or a more severe scale than I'm experiencing. I just, I wish that I could you know, reach to my phone and give you a big hug and tell you that it's all going to be okay because it is, but it's not something that you can just continue to ignore and not address the issue because those thoughts are not going to go away on their own. We have to start a new dialogue with ourselves to help our brain catch up to the fact that this is not the way we want to be seeing ourselves and spending our time thinking about ourselves. It's not productive and it's not a nice way to talk to yourself. And so, Making an effort every single day to, you know, send signals, send messages to my brain that like, hey, we're trying something new here. We're no longer placing our self-worth on the way that we look and we're spending more time worrying about our relationships with ourselves, with our mental health, with our loved ones, with our friends, our family, with our careers, with where we want to go in life, with the creative ideas that we have and the things that we want to make happen in this lifetime and all of the beautiful experiences that we want to have. This is no longer about what we see when we look in the mirror and this is more about the life that we want to experience and all of the beautiful things that come with that. Some of the things I'm doing to, you know, move in that direction. One, like I said, talk to yourself in the mirror. I know it might sound corny. Do it when nobody's home. Talking to myself in the mirror, giving myself a big hug. And something else I've done recently is put a picture of myself as a child. I've like taped it up on my mirror. That way every morning when I see myself in the mirror, I am also seeing the reflection of younger me and just wanting to be someone that day that makes her proud and Being the person that I wish I had around me when I was a kid, when I was hearing these things and experiencing these thoughts for the first time about myself. So that's one thing that I'm doing to kind of rewrite this dialogue or this narrative in my head about body dysmorphia, tying my worth to my body, all the things we've talked about in this episode. Another thing that I'm doing is journaling, not every single day, but when I'm having those darker thoughts, just trying to rationalize with myself on paper and I find that it helps me from spiraling inside my head to get the thoughts out of my head and onto paper. And I don't think that saying the exact opposite things of what you were feeling as affirmations is super helpful. For example, if you're feeling really big in your body or uncomfortable in your clothes, like I don't think it's really helpful to be like to write down affirmations or speak in the mirror like I am thin. I am XYZ. If you're not really feeling those things, I think it's important to do more like self-affirmations like my hair looks beautiful today. My skin is glowing. I feel really good about the workout that I had today or I got a really good night of sleep and I'm feeling super rested today or I'm really proud of the work that I'm doing for my job. I'm really proud of the work that I'm doing at school. Like say something that is actually true to you, something you actually believe, something you actually want to acknowledge about yourself. I don't think saying the opposite of how you're feeling is really helpful because I think it just reinforces 
the fact that you don't really feel that way and that you're kind of lying to yourself in the mirror and just generally I don't think it's super productive or helpful so whether you're saying affirmations in the mirror or writing them down or a combination of both focus on the things that you believe to be true and work from there acknowledge the things that you feel like you're doing right acknowledge the things that you feel are going well for you because at the end of the day we all have problems it doesn't matter how privileged you are or how much lack you feel in your life we all have good things going for us we all have bad things going for us and I think it's important to be grateful and acknowledge the good things that are going on for us in our lives and that doesn't discount all of the things we want to improve upon, all of the bad things we're experiencing or whatever, but I think it is important to take some time out of our day and be grateful for the things that we do have, the love that we do have in our lives and all the things we have going for us. And that also helps me take some of my mental focus away from how I'm feeling about my body is being grateful for other things that exist outside of me and my physical being. Another thing that I'm doing on days where I'm having really, really heavy body dysmorphic thoughts, don't put on skin tight clothes, don't put on something you feel uncomfortable in, try to just make yourself less focused on the way that you feel in your body. I like to grab one of my favorite sweaters or oversized hoodies and put them on just so I can feel comfy cozy. Do your skincare, take care of yourself, take a nice long hot shower. I really like to feel clean and like I've taken care of myself that day. Make yourself one of your favorite meals that makes you feel really nourished. I don't recommend like going to pick up Chick-fil-A. I mean if that works for you, that works for you. But I don't recommend like really leaning into feeling alienated in your body. I think it's really important at least for me on those days when I'm feeling those things to do the things that make me feel really good in my own body. So eating something that makes me feel really nourished and not overeating, but also not undereating. That's another thing that I've found myself falling into are patterns of wanting to restrict my food, wanting to exercise more and just go to the extremes, even though inside I know that those things aren't sustainable, nor are they going to give me the quick results that I think that I want. First, acknowledge those thoughts and then not do the opposite, but do the things that you know are more sustainable for you. So nourishing meal, light movement, go for a walk, put on your favorite podcast, get outside and move your body. I don't necessarily recommend like going to the gym and hitting it really hard if you think that that's going to only trigger more hurtful thoughts towards yourself and your body but I'm a huge advocate for light exercise put some stretching videos on YouTube go for a nice long walk put in a podcast and just you know take some time to move your body and appreciate it what it does for you without turning that into some sort of punishment like going to the gym and running on the treadmill for an hour or doing exercise that doesn't make you feel good and empowered in your body. I think it's important to take some time to connect with your body on those days but not in a way that turns into more self-hatred thoughts, more body dysmorphic thoughts. And the last piece of advice I'm going to leave you with which is advice I need to take myself but if this is something that is weighing so heavy on you that it's starting to affect other areas of your life like your career, your relationships with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your partners, or taking a huge toll on just your relationship with yourself, please consider seeking some professional help. I know it's not possible for every single person to be seeing a therapist on a weekly basis, but explore your options, see if there are any 
programs available for you, whether it's group therapy or some sort of subsidized therapy. Also, a huge resource for me that I've been loving recently is the Self-Care Space app. It is an app that my friend Katrina put together. I believe it's $9 a month for the subscription, and it is basically like at-home therapy where you are working through these things yourselves, but they give you all of the tools, all the information. There are monthly meetings. It is one of the most beautiful resources I have ever come across in my life, and I highly recommend it. And it's not all body-focused. It's just mental health in general, but there is a lot of discussion and a lot of tools and a lot of journal prompts and just a lot of information on there that has really helped me with all of this body dysmorphia that I've just started to experience in my life and I highly recommend checking that out especially if therapy is not accessible to you or it's not an option for you. It's definitely worth checking out if this episode resonates with you and you're looking for some additional help outside of a few of the tips that I've recommended in this episode. Thank you guys so much for being here with me today, listening to me chat about these kind of heavier, darker topics and what I'm going through personally. I hope that this resonated with at least one of you and if it did, just know that I'm giving you a big virtual hug right now and I want to leave you with the thought that there are so many more important, interesting things about you than the way that you look. Your body is not the most important thing about you. I do believe that taking care of your physical being is important, but the size of your body, the size of your genes, the way that they fit on you and All of those things are not the most important things about you and I want, if you are feeling that they are, there are ways to work through this. It is not a permanent place that you have to find yourself in for the rest of your life and it starts with compassion and caring about yourself and starting to unpack some of the reasons you might feel that way. I love you all so very much. Thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, I have so many others if you want to check them out and haven't already, definitely recommend doing that. And if you could please leave me a review or a rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, it would mean so much to me. I love seeing all of your feedback. I love receiving your DMs on Instagram and chatting more about these topics. I appreciate you all so much and I will chat with you next week. Bye!